Hey, Children's Ministry community. Welcome to the Kid Challenge podcast. We want to inspire and challenge you to become a children's ministry leader, taking your ministry to the next level. In Jesus' name. Why don't we ask the Lord to help us today in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for letting us be here, God. We pray, God, that your will would be done. Touch us. We pray, God, that you would anoint us, strengthen us, help us to do thy will, help us to work in your purpose, God, in your plan. Speak to us, mighty God. Speak to us, mighty God. Give us direction, Lord. Give us direction, mighty God. Have your way, Jesus. We love you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we need you, Lord. We worship you. We bless you. We honor you, God. All right. Yes. All right, so today we're going to be talking altar working. I will kind of give you some instructions a little bit, but I'll give you some ideas and thoughts and preparation for altar working. Somebody say altar working. Altar working. And uh, altar working, alt, the altar is a place of decision, a place of decision that you bring your kids to. So that's always got to be in your plan, all right? Uh, Wednesday night... BBS, anything that you do, Bible study, you got to bring them to a place of decision. So the altar is a place of decision. Somebody say a place of decision. A place of decision. And this place of decision, uh, the Bible says uh, that God's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Everybody say all. All. So you ought to give your, your children a chance to repent, right? So the altar is a place where you give your children a chance to repent. Somebody say a chance to repent. Chance to repent. You, you notice it says alter for a, a place a, to, to alter their lives. So if uh, I know I, I, I saw a video and uh, the teacher was struggling and they were trying to put the cotton balls on the, on the popsicle stick for the lamb and there was no time for prayer because there was nothing but crafts. All right? The apostolic church, let's give... Let's give the children a chance to pray. And let's, let's obey what God's word says, not willing that any perish, but that all should come to repentance. So give them a place of decision. This is the altar. And then the Bible says in Acts 2, 4, it says that, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. Everybody say, God filled them. God filled them. And everybody say, all. All. So your, des your desire, when you go to pray as a teacher, your desire is for all those kids to get the Holy Ghost. They all repent, and they all get the Holy Ghost. Look right here. We got a couple signs. I don't know if you can see them. You can make some of these signs right here and post them on your wall. These are just uh, to boost their faith, right? So they can be visible in, in, their, uh, in their eyesight so that they can see that What's going to happen to them, all right? What's going to happen for them? So get you some posters. My sister, she's good at this stuff, so we didn't have to pay big money. And uh, they sell, I think, these cardboards here, core plants at, at um, Home Depot or Lowe's or something like that. But make some of these signs, even if you have to make them in poster board. And just give the kids some hope. These kids are not hopeless. They just don't have any hope. So give them some hope. And uh, yesterday we were out in the street. Kids were getting the Holy Ghost. Uh, 
Now, Acts 2, 4 says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. It says, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Somebody say all. All. So the altar, where does the altar start? The altar work, worker has to start somewhere. Where does the altar worker start? Everybody say daily. Daily. So you notice in the Old Testament, the Old Testament, it says that uh, the, the altar was for what? Sacrifices. So every sacrifice that you make, whether you pray, you fast, you read the Bible, you study extra, that's all time of sacrifice. You're putting into that, you're putting into yourself to how to work that altar. Because whenever you go to that altar, you are already a living sacrifice. God can work through an altar worker that's been sacrificing, that's been sensitive. Let me give you number two. Number two is that you get to the altar before your children do. How do you do that? You get to the altar by getting to your class one hour early. Notice you already set up everything on Saturday. All right, that's a sacrifice. You could have been out with your buddies or with your friends, out eating or golfing, but you decided to set up your area so that way on Sunday you don't have to come in and say, man, what am I doing? I'm pushing chairs. I'm getting the overhead. I'm, I'm doing all this on Sunday. Everything's prepared. What you're looking forward to on Sunday morning after you get your coffee and you get to the church, guess what? You hit your knees one hour before the kids do. You speak in tongues and you cry before your kids do. This is the life of an altar worker. An altar worker is sacrificing during the week, number one. Number two, the, the, the altar worker is getting there before the kids are. And you cannot take somewhere where you, someone somewhere you have not been. So everybody say, number one, a life of sacrifice. As an altar worker. And then number two, everybody say, beat the kids. Not beat them. But beat them to the church, pray, speak in tongues. You, the Bible says that we are a royal priesthood. So the anointing runs down. Right? So if it's on us, it's going to get on them. And so that's number two. And then number three, let me give you this idea. When you open kids' church, if somebody does prayer, your prayer should be speaking faith already. Your prayer should sound something like this. Not exactly, but something like this. Lord, thank you for filling the kids with the Holy Ghost. And then the kids out there will repeat after you. So it's already in the atmosphere. Holy Ghost is already there. Expectancy is already there. Alright? So you say, at, at the very beginning of Kids Church, you're saying, Jesus, Jesus. Lord, Lord, fill us, fill us. With, the Holy Ghost, with the Holy Ghost. Those that need to speak in tongues, let them get the Holy Ghost. Let somebody get baptized. See, you're already putting that in the atmosphere. So, the life of an altar worker. You're already sacrificing during the week. You're, you're arriving early. You're praying. You're speaking in tongues. And number three, your opening prayer is talking about the altar. Already. So, as you can see, I'm already feeling the Holy Ghost already just by doing, but just by having that in my mind. And then number four, where were number four, right? Uh, number four was everything you do should point to the altar. So your service, your service, take like your service. Your service is a map. Your service is a map. Everybody say, my, the service is a map. 
Somebody say the Word of God. Is our map. So if you're teaching the Word, if you preach the Word, the Bible says He will confirm the Word with miracle signs and wonders following. So if you're preaching Holy Ghost, what's going to happen? If you're preaching baptism in Jesus' name, just the other night on Wednesday at the church, one of the little boys ran up and said, I need one of those baptism forms. So we've been, this whole month or whatever, we've been promoting salvation. So bring it out. So everybody say, the service is a map. And the altar, X marks the what? So the altar is where you're trying to get them to, right? The altar is where you're trying to get them to. Right? So your everything that you do should point those kids to that altar. Uh, some of our friends, I've been to some teacher training where they start with the end in mind. Let me tell you what's been happening in my life here, here recently. Uh, the Lord's been really touching me, giving me like a word of faith. Maybe you can, this could help. A word of faith to share with the children during the altar. As, as you're ending your Bible lesson, as you're ending that Bible lesson, uh, God's been telling me, share this special word with the kids. And He'll give me a special song to turn on, a worship song. And then he'll give me a special word to share with the kids. So I don't know if you want to go that route. If you want to be sensitive during the week and say, Lord, what do you want to speak to these kids? What word of faith can I speak over these kids during the altar so that they can have faith to receive the Holy Ghost? Somebody say faith. faith. So he's been challenging me. So I, as a teacher, you should already be, you should already know that X marks the spot. This is the location, wherever it may be in your church, that's the X. That's the place where the kids are going to get the Holy Ghost. That's the sacred ground. In, our, in, our, uh, in the gym, we have a red line. And we tell the kids to come to the red line. Notice this about the altar too. Everything that you did during the week and during that morning or during that evening, the, all that you did was right up to that red line. Somebody say, I've done all I can. I've done all I can. As soon as you give that word of faith, it's in God's hands. He's beyond the red line. Amen. And he, the blood of Jesus, he's, he's going to do it. We cannot fill anybody with the Holy Ghost. But we can give them a word of faith to receive it. Somebody say amen. amen. My heart's beating fast. Can y'all feel it? Through the Holy Ghost. But X marks the spot. And uh, when, whenever, whenever you get them to the point of the altar, uh, it's, very, it's very awesome because you're, you're taking them somewhere. It's a journey. It's like you're taking them where the treasure's at. Somebody say the treasure. The treasure. What, more, what more of a treasure than the Holy Ghost can they take home? They, they can take home a prize that's worth $20. They can take home a snack. But what about the treasure of the Holy Ghost? What about the treasure of the Holy Ghost? Somebody say the treasure. treasure. It's like you're taking them treasure hunting. And you're telling them where the treasure's at. That's the altar. Right? You're telling them where the treasure's at. It's right here. I prayed, I prepared, and I know 
where the Holy Ghost is at. The Holy Ghost is at this altar. Somebody say the Holy Ghost. And so, uh, back at home, uh, we notice you're, you're advancing kids, right? Somebody say advancing kids. This is our model back home, advanced apostolic kids. We want to, you know, every time we have a certain theme, we, we put the A on it because we, we want to resemble that we're taking the kids somewhere, right? And uh, nothing like taking the kids to the altar, right? Amen. Everybody say, you can take them to Disney World. Amen. You can take them to wherever, Chuck E. Cheese. You can take them to play basketball, but how about taking them to the altar? How about taking them to where it's going to happen? The treasure. So this is just an idea you can do it at your church. We put these posters out so that we can remind ourselves. And here's a, another picture here of uh, our goals. And uh, our goals are, we have three goals in Sunday school. We want to see these kids saved, see them uh, learn apostolic doctrine, and we want to get them involved in ministry. So we want to keep them moving, right? We want to keep them moving. So I want to talk to you. Uh, I'm going to turn the page here. And I uh, want to talk to you about getting kids to the altar. Joel, you want to write these scriptures down. Joel 2.28, 29, Acts 2.16. It says this, it says, In the last days, says God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Somebody say, I will pour it out. I will pour it out. And you know what? The Holy Ghost is God pouring himself into these kids. Now, everybody say, I already got them to the spot. Now it's time for them to be filled. Acts 2.4, it says that they were all filled. And in Acts 2.30, said they all received. So they all, they all were filled and received of this outpouring. Somebody say outpouring. outpouring. Now notice this outpouring. Uh, you can get a jug like this. I don't know. And notice it's got the lid right. When you get the kids to the altar, uh, sometimes it's like this. But whenever you give the word of faith, somehow, some way, their lid comes off. You're teaching them to repent. You're teaching them to have faith. You're teaching them to worship. If you don't teach those things at the altar to respond to God's word, it's going to be like this. They're never going to receive it, right? Of course, we cannot give anybody the Holy Ghost, but we can, we can push them forward to get the Holy Ghost and give them faith to open their, their, their lid. Somebody say, open their lid. Open their lid. When the Lord gave us this lesson, it was like, okay, how can God, it says in, in Joel 2.28 and, and Acts 2.16, it says, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. How can, how can he pour it into them if they have a closed lid? This is where we come into play. We cannot give anybody the Holy Ghost but you can give them some instructions. Somebody say, I can give them some instructions. So here's some four. I don't know, you may know these, these already, but you may not know them. These are four steps of worship to how to open, so help the kids to open the lid. 
Number one is close your eyes. You know why? Because we walk by faith and not by sight. And you don't want distractions to distract them, right? You don't want things, situations. You know what? If you're out in the street, it's kind of hard because there's cars passing, people passing, and all kinds of things happening. So it's kind of a little bit harder. Uh, but in your class, it's a much safer place. So you have them close your eyes. Everybody say, close your eyes. Close your eyes. And everybody, and uh, lift up your hands. That's number two. That's like a funnel. The kids are creating a funnel, right? For God to come. It's like saying, God, come. Right? Got their eyes closed. And then number three, number two is lift up your hands without wrath or doubting. Number three is lift up your face. When you encourage the kids, this, this is where I think it kind of it kind of helps the kids' faith. When you tell them, lift up your eyes, your help comes from, from God, the one who makes heaven and earth. He wants to look into your face. Man, can you imagine being a child hearing that? That God wants to see me. God loves me. God cares about me. God wants me to lift up my face to Him. That creates faith. Everybody say, that creates faith. That creates faith. And the lid is going to start opening up, right? Now here's the kicker. If you have children that are hard, they're kind of shy, number four, we're going to help you. Say this, tell them this. Say, talk to God with your playground voice. Talk out loud. Right? Don't be ashamed. Don't be, a, don't be ashamed to, to speak to God with your voice. What did the Bible say? That they heard them speak with tongues. Just yesterday, a uh, little boy reminded me that he got the Holy Ghost. And, and he was in the front and I could hear him. I was... Uh, sister right here, I was this far away from him. He was he was speaking in tongues. I was hearing him. But that, if you tell the kids, you cannot mess up. Here's, here's a very important point. You cannot mess up when you get the Holy Ghost. Doesn't that give a child courage and faith when you say you, you can't mess up? Because they, they probably come from a home where it's you know, they yell at me for everything I do. I mess up on everything. I'm a big mistake. They, they, they call me a big mistake or but when you tell the kids, when you, when you speak and you get the Holy Ghost, you cannot mess up when you get the Holy Ghost. So everybody say, speak. Speak. And you notice, whenever you speak, the lid comes off. Because that's how you get the Holy Ghost, is when you speak. Everybody say, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. That's the evidence. The evidence is speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. As God gives you the ability. Everybody say, God will begin to pour out His Spirit. You got them to the spot. You helped them. Some of these may fall out. That's okay. If you're, you're asleep, now you're awake. But you see... How can you receive something if you never... How can you receive a coin if your hands are like this? Right? right? Or if your mouth is like this? Always encourage the kids to, to speak. Alright? That's how they're going to get the treasure. Is if they respond by speaking. And here's, here's something that's going to help us. Whenever you have an altar time in your class, 
there's going to be somebody that's going to give that altar call. Somebody in your church or somebody in your children's church will stand up and give those instructions. Here's a very important part, too. Whoever's on the microphone and whoever's giving that word of faith, after you repent it, this is what you got to do. You got to go through those four steps of worship and you got to repent. Somebody say repent. Let me give you an easy way. My pastor taught me how to repent. You got to lead them through repentance. Here it goes. Tell Jesus you're sorry for your evil thoughts, for your evil words, for your evil deeds. That's how you pray repentance. You lead them in repentance. For my evil thoughts, for my evil words, for my evil deeds. And that's how you lead them in repentance. One more time. My evil thoughts, my evil words, my evil deeds. You might want to throw this in and say, wash me clean with your blood. Make me feel good and clean on the inside. As soon as they pray that, when they got their eyes closed, their head lifted, their hands raised, as they're praying that, repentance prayer, that's going to bring the favor of God. They're ready. Their lids open. They're ready to receive it. The person that's up there, whether it's Brother Jacob, Brother Mike, Brother Silas, Brother Caesar, whoever, gets the microphone and say, by the power that's in the name of Jesus and by the power that's in the Word of God, receive it. How are they ever going to receive it until somebody tells them to? To tell them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. You might be crying, you might be already speaking in tongues, can't get it out, but God's going to fill them with the Holy Ghost right there. Just an act of faith. Somebody's going to work in, in the gift of faith. Somebody say the gift of faith. And uh, the gift of faith. Now, we went kind of fast, didn't we? You need, what you need too, another act of, another act of faith. I travel with this book here. This is what I call the Holy Ghost book. And I uh, already have Holy Ghost certificates, baptism, forms. Uh, it's, got a, it's got a place where kids can come and write their name. I learned this from Brother Merriman many years ago, that uh, how can you pray for the children if you don't, how, how can you celebrate and how can you thank God without knowing their name, without knowing who they are, where they're from? Get you a book like this. Now, you don't have to have it like this. Some people have a giant book. Some people have a board like this, travel with a board, or some people have a giant book that they create for kids to get the Holy Ghost. Can you imagine God filling that book up? And uh, you can have a space there for re refills. You can have a space there for fills. Uh, God filling kids with the Holy Ghost. But, you know, we go to camp. Did y'all have one like this at camp or maybe a board? Or a sticky note or just maybe a wristband. Wristband. You can also do wristbands. And uh, some kids, they do that, you know, in some, some camps. But as you can see, you create faith. What you're trying to do in your classroom is create faith. Uh, let me give you one more. This is just an object lesson that I got the other day in California. And uh, I don't know if you guys can see the little guy in there, but uh, it's a little little boy inside of a tree. Uh, 
This is unique right here. You can use object lessons in the altar, getting the kids ready to come. Uh, but as you can see, the tree, you can talk about Calvary. And get posters like this, I don't know. My wife said, you better not show them, they're old, they're outdated. But this, these have been everywhere with us. This is uh, the plan of salvation, the gospel. You can, you can run through the gospel real quick. You're in the altar. I do that a lot. Repentance. As you can see this is all right. But the old message still works. That's right. Right? So you can get you posters like this. Get you a board. Whatever you can to create faith in their hearts. And uh, I picked this up the other day. I taught the kids. Just so happened that the lesson yesterday was on protection. And I got this a week before the lesson. And uh, I just did a simple lesson on Calvary and how God covers, covers our sins. Isn't that amazing? One last word and we'll, we'll pray. God is here and um, as a teacher, as a teacher, be a student, even also study what happens in the altar. The Bible says to watch and pray. Uh, yesterday, man, when we, was, when we was talking about the cross, one little girl was standing. She was already, she was already, you know, weeping. And uh, some kids just holding themselves, some, you know, grabbing their face. But uh, you create faith. That's what you're doing. Can we pray? Can we ask the Lord to uh, anoint us? Let's pray right now. Lord, by the power that's in the name of Jesus Christ, God, by the power that's in the Word of God, I pray, God, that faith will be created in every classroom, that every teacher be prepared, that every teacher move into that place, God, of, of the altar, God, during the week, God, that they would prepare for the altar, God, that they would have the sacrifice there, that your spirit would be there, God, that you would pour out your spirit and fill these kids with the Holy Ghost, God. And I pray in the name of Jesus that they would take these tools and use them this week, God, in the name of Jesus, that their Holy Ghost, God, that be poured out, that your Holy Ghost be poured out in their classrooms. By the power that's in the name of Jesus. Lord, do it this Sunday. Do it tomorrow, God. Pour out your spirit upon all flesh, God. In the name of Jesus, let the power of the Holy Ghost, God, come in every classroom, God. Come in every student, God. Every visitor, God. Every child, God. By the power that's in the name of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Pour out your spirit, God. Lord God, have your way, Jesus, in every class tomorrow, God, the service today, Lord Jesus, by the power that's in the name of Jesus. Praise God, praise God. It's awesome to... When you're when you're praying with the kids and uh, you know tears fall on your hands, whatever, 
yesterday I had a little girl just just yay high little African-American young little lady here like this and I was kneeling down praying praying with her and she just pulled me close and uh, she was weeping and uh, God was touching her and uh, this was outside in the 100 degree weather of Odessa and uh, if God can do it outside in the neighborhood where there's drug deals and uh, all kinds of evil happening how much more can he do it in the safe places you know what I think God is doing over there he's hiding the kids just like he hid Moses from from Pharaoh and that's what he's doing and that's what what that's what you're creating in your Sunday school is you're creating a a safe place for the kids right Here's what we want to do. Uh, we do this back at home. And uh, for the next couple minutes, what we're going to do is find a place to pray and just kind of practice for tomorrow, even for today. But pray. Ask God to move in a mighty way. Let's pray. You can find a place to pray if you want to kneel. If you can, that's fine. I don't know... The speaker might work here, but I'm going to, during one of our meetings, we, we have a, a song that we play, and we just play it for a couple minutes, and we pray, and uh, that's what I'm going to do now. That's the that's the final thing that the Lord told me to do, and uh, Brother Leverton, you know how to work this, uh, this uh, 